Episode 28. Here we are. I know, on a Thursday, it's weird. Um, yes, because we're, we're, we're taking Craig's circumstances into consideration. We're drinking because coffee. Because we're lovely people, aren't we? We are. Dr- we co- are. Coffee, not beer. Oh, yeah, coffee, not Cause beer. Because it's not Friday. We haven't had beer for the last few, though, have we? Oh, oh no, no, we haven't really. We've been, oh. we've been good. <laughs> no. we've been good. I know, I'm so disappointed. Oh. Disappointing. That's disappointing. What's been going so on? So disappointing. What's been happening this week? Um, uh, the weather's turned a little bit. We're not being blown away training people outside. Mm. I feel like I feel like things have calmed down a little bit this week. Like everyone's starting to get into the new routine, routine definitely. of being able to be in here. Um, getting their staff, being here early, excited about training outside. Yeah. Daylight savings starts on Daylight the weekend. I am so excited. So it'll be excited. a little bit darker when we get here in the morning. Yeah, I'm not excited yeah. for the mornings, but the evenings will be nice. Mm. But it won't be freezing, though, no. when you come here near in the morning, hopefully. Mm, hopefully. Hopefully. It's a few mornings this week. It's been pretty cold. <laughs> you see your breath and you're like, fucking Jesus Christ. It's cold. It's my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wear a Kathmandu jacket. What is this? It's I spring. know. It was like last week that I had in my bag to bring to work mm. a pair of shorts, a hat, like a cap. Um, my Kathmandu. Um, oh, that's right. She had her cap on and we thought she was going to the tennis. <laughs> that's white because it's white. Yeah. It's very tennis-like. Yeah. It's very tennis. It's very yeah. Tennis yeah. <laughs> Which is also a little bit too big for me, but you know. But how like <laughs> how Melbourne is it that last Friday it snows oh, in half of the state, and then this Friday it's twenty seven yeah. degrees. I was actually swearing outside, going under my breath, like I don't know, like it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Only Melbourne. I'm wearing a beanie, and I've got you know my Kathmandu, and I'm like, this is freezing. Yeah. What the hell? Anyway, sunny today. Yes. yes. On the up and up, hopefully. Fingers crossed. October. We're in October. It's well, people are starting to get... It's like say it's Libra season. <laughs> <laughs> what does Libra season mean? Uh, it's all about balance and... Uh... My mum's a Libra. Oh, she's a good woman. Um, it's all to do with... So they're bad. Like, with this... Is there bad people with this? Like, is it like, if you're born in this month, you're a bad person? If you're like, Libra's oh, a good woman. Oh, there's assholes everywhere, Craig. So that's how I look at it. I'm like... So, I'm like, why would you? How can yeah. it be like this? Oh, Libra, good person. Yeah. Well, <laughs> could be an arsehole. Balance. Oh, it definitely could be an arsehole. Yeah, be, but they can. they have traits that they can take to extremes. Mm. Usually, like? like no, I'm not talking about just Librans in general. I'm talking yeah. about all star signs. I, I just think people have traits that they take to be extremes because they're human beings. Winding <laughs> <laughs> oh, up early. I know this is awesome. Yeah. I don't even know. We didn't even plan to talk about stuff. No, like. I just dropped it in there. <laughs> Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's 1st of October today. Well, we're starting to get people interested in training. Like, there's, you know, Uh, we've had about three new people in this week. Fundamentals, which has been good. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New faces. I think people are starting to, I don't know, think, like, I guess in regional, starting to return to normal. Um, I've had a whole whole bunch of people I spoke to this week who are members but haven't been coming to the outdoors stuff who've said mm. once we're indoors about like 100% back and, yeah. well you have yeah. a look really it's October we've been doing this since March like mm. between changing changing of online outside half inside half yeah. outside mm. back online back mm. outside like it's um, I feel like the waves are com- the waves are going and yeah. people are, are starting to go well this is 
this is what we have to do to adapt and we'll keep we'll keep riding the waves sometimes you get a little bit like i feel i feel sorry for those people that are doing the bubble thing in metro because we can't be anyone's bubble mm. and they're from metro because we don't live in metro in germville yeah. yeah so that's that's a bit hard especially when you're what was today? Did anyone see today's numbers? Today. Yesterday no. was 15 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 12? No, no idea. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, I know, I know Melbourne, sorry, not Melbourne, Victoria's 14-day rolling average is 0.3 now. Oh. So a zero is, once it gets down to zero, that's when we're supposed to move into the next stage. Oh. So close yet so far. <laughs> well, I don't say it took a week though from 0.6 to 0.3. That's so. good. Okay. We'll go um, with a week. There's lots of cynics out there though. Like, oh, so many. Michael's like. You Michael's should. very cynical. Yeah, he's very cynical. Um, love him, but he's very cynical. He's like. She loves him. <laughs> she really loves him. <laughs> he bought me pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, um, he's like. I was talking to another guy and he said every every time he passed a playground there was like 15 people there with their kids just playing at the park no no face mask we're just gonna go downhill really badly when it does open up and I'm like you're allowed to go to the park Fuck. it's okay yeah it's outside you're allowed you're allowed in regional to have like we can we can have 10 people training without a mask we can have you can have a soccer club or a football club can can have ten kids training or whatever. Yep. Like so, yeah, people are allowed to be around each other. Most of it's just the whole contact tracing stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to see my nan and pop last weekend, and I was pretty stoked about that Super because um, they have not really been out or about, which um, is fair enough. Mm. Um, we met for a coffee because that was the way we could see mm. them. Um, at, they like lollers. But anyway. Took us to go there once he was not impressed. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry, lollers. <laughs> Just with the coffee. <laughs> um well, I've been there a couple of times because my yeah. nan and pop really like it there. That's super cute. Um, and the lady that serves us always gets our meal wrong. Clearly, this podcast isn't endorsed by Lola's. <laughs> One time, Georgia was like, don't worry about it. I paid extra for that. Who does she sound like? <laughs> she was not, not impressed. She even made my mum and dad run in the spot that day. Because she was just like, no, I specifically said. And I'm like, oh, dear. Yeah. You yeah. Like, that's, that's Georgia. I yeah. I, I can, yeah, definitely see that. But my nan and pop love Lola's. They love it there. They're just, um, they, I think... Um, because they both wear hearing aids. There's not a lot of background noise. It's a little bit bigger. There's not a lot of um, music or yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. So when we go to Baby Black, they hate it. They hate it there. They're just like, no, we're not coming. We don't like it there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, But anyway, it's really good to see them. Yeah. Um, good. Be nice. It's good to see people again. It's yeah. Really, I had sort of changed the topic, but... So I had a guy in this morning who um, did a Muay Thai session and he he was in Singapore when COVID started oh. kicking off. Oh, wow. 
and just how they handle hearing him how they handled it over there completely different to here so mm-hmm. he said like he was there in like january feb when people like were realizing there was covid mm. before like over here we're like oh it's just a joke yeah. he said over there straight away everyone's wearing masks yeah. like he goes everything was pretty much like locked down like they were taking All it very it. serious and they said to him you know you better get out of singapore and like get back home mm. so he came back here and he's like it was just a joke he's like come back here and everyone like no one cares everyone probably just, been better off saying everyone singapore. everyone just thought it was a joke but he said one thing that was really really cool that he found over there is when someone um had to be locked down mm. they'd have they'd have like a bracelet put on them oh so you'd have to stay home for 14 days yeah and you'd have to wear like this bracelet was like locked to you to get it off you had to go to the police station so this oh. this would track you so if you if you weren't staying home going out and about they could tell yeah and i'm like and they also that's amazing yeah like, obviously over here people are like so sensitive about privacy and stuff yeah um so it probably wouldn't work because yeah we just get sensitive yeah here. but over amazing like like imagine if we just made everyone who tested positive gave them a bracelet and like you have to stay home Rather than yeah. having to get police go and check in their house and like, oh, no, Michael, wow. you're home. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Michael, Michael's like, we need to be like one of those Asian countries and they bolt your door in. You just bolt you in. You don't get to leave. <laughs> well, he, he, said even, he said even leaving, I don't know if it was entering or leaving the country. Um, it might have been when he went into the country. He had to get like this bio scan thing done four times before they'd even let them pass wow. like customs into the country. To make sure that they hadn't like contracted, contracted COVID. It. Wow. Yeah, he wow. said it was like so 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 strict there. But again, Australia's never really faced anything like that. They've had yeah. like SARS and yeah, yeah. They eradicated it pretty quickly over there, though. Singapore, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think he said they had like six cases or something like that. Like it was something really low. But he said they ended up having like a little bit of a second wave because you had workers on um, like container ships and stuff like that. Yeah, and they weren't testing they weren't really doing much with them and they were contracting it so like bangladeshi and container ships and stuff and then it somehow spread so they had to shut it all down again yeah and europe's gone for their third wave yeah yeah i had um i got a thing on my phone but um yeah the netherlands are really like yeah places are having like massive amounts of cases thousands every single day yeah. i think india had something like seventy thousand in a day what? positive cases we were it might have gone up this was last week but we were uh, 980,000 deaths. deaths. So just worldwide. shy of a million deaths worldwide. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Yeah, full on. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a couple, but yeah. Yeah, it's a couple. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, but if, if you follow Trump and, you know, you don't test people, then you don't have cases. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because, like, our, obviously our cases are going down. And I had a conversation with someone the other day. I can't remember who it was, but we were talking about how tests, testing now is decreased massively. Like we're having like 5,000 tests a day, whereas we were at a point where we were having like 50,000 tests a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do are we getting less? Or are, are we getting, are denying are we, the fact that they have symptoms? Yeah, it's a bit of both. It's like, are, are people tested? not getting tested because they don't have symptoms? Mm. Or are people not getting tested because they are thinking like oh, fuck this whole lockdown thing yeah. like Apparently i'll just not. i'll just stay home I'll, for t- I'll just out. stay home for two weeks by myself <laughs> instead of getting tested i yeah. feel a bit crook i'm just gonna like self-warranty without testing yeah uh, I, I, feel don't like, know. I feel like no one wants it to go backwards now like no, no one like no. no one does like 
I think if I like, I'd probably go get tested. But like, if I had a slight of symptoms, I'd just be like, I'm gonna stay home. Oh, I actually was like, I had like that's that my throat <laughs> was that sore. I'm like, I've got it for sure. I've drank too much whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Who 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 did I see? No, I'm like, I just had. Oh well, when I God. when I got that message, from, <laughs> I was totally fine. When I got that message from Beck, when she said that she'd been in contact with someone, and mm. then I trained her and. I'd convince myself over the weekend. I'm like, I've, I've got symptoms. <laughs> I didn't have symptoms, but I convinced myself that I had it's symptoms. Yeah. Like, I was, I was literally like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I feel a little bit feverish. No, I just had the fucking heat and turned up too much, didn't I? <laughs> well, that's a, it was only a week after that that I got symptoms. So then we we're like, oh, oh that's oh right. Oh my god. Yeah, because I hadn't found like I knew I didn't have it, mm. but like you were yeah. kind of like maybe Craig did have it and I got it and yeah, maybe. Maybe she, she got tested really early because, you know, it's all that confusion about if you get tested within the first couple of uh, days of being in... When you're not when you're not showing symptoms, of, yeah, it might, it might not show. Show up. Yeah, it'll show like You're like, what happens if it didn't show up? And then we, we get five days down the track and then you've seen five more people, like five more people a day and then yeah. we find out that was actually... No, I do really not. Yeah, it's like craziness. Absolutely craziness. Mm. Anyway, enough talking about COVID because <laughs> I was looking at um, podcasts to listen to when I was walking today and anything that had the word COVID in it, I was oh, like, delete. Gosh. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. Are you spending too much money because of COVID? Delete. Yes. <laughs> if anything, people are, I think people are saving money though. Like from what, from I guess my experiences, like people, like people aren't going out, I guess now in regional Victoria, a bit different, but in Melbourne, in metropolitan Melbourne, like you're not going out on weekends. You're not going and having breakfast at cafes you're not like if you are drinking you might get you know a six pack of beers from from a bottle shop you're not going out and having six beers at a pub unless you unless you yeah well regional victoria a bit different unless you have like a nice cocktail party like we had a few weeks ago and you end up buying one bottle each when there was seven of us, that's that, that ended up being a lot of money. But even <laughs> even that though, like that's way cheaper than if you guys went out and just all ordered cocktails oh, at like yeah. a restaurant. You know 100%. what I mean? And like like me and me and Grace did that, and we've got we've got heaps and heaps and heaps of spirits left. Yes, yeah. it cost us a lot of money, but we're gonna have like yeah. alcohol for so, six months. You know, yeah. Caitlin and Josh moved out, right? No, did they? <laughs> <laughs> but all the alcohol's been put in there. In their room, room, in their room, because there's nothing in there still, mm. and um, the kids are calling it the alcohol room. <laughs> <laughs> Does Caitlin and Josh know this yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia wants to move into that room because her room backs onto the bathroom toilet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Move, yeah. up, move up to the end of the is house. Is it a bigger room? It is a bigger room, wow. but Michael wants to paint it, oh. change the carpet. Oh, he's got plenty of time to do that now. Well, he couldn't buy the carpet. Oh. So when he was home, like, because mm. yeah. the um, uh, Western distributors who he does most of his work out of weren't selling to the public because oh. they weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. And even though he, that was his job to lay carpet, he still couldn't buy carpet off them because they weren't allowed to sell it. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Crazy, huh? Yeah. So he couldn't do it. So he was like, ah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Dang we'll it. leave it for another day. So we thought... You go. Today we'll like talk a little bit about that post that I put up yesterday about the some of the five really closest people. It. I read it and I was like, oh. It's something. Uh, it's something like I've this I've, is I've a, been this onto that for years and years and years. And like I can't remember. I can't remember where I first heard it, but I remember when I first heard it, I was just like, 
light bulb moment, like mind blown. I was like, that makes so much sense. But have you have you thought about it like at that time and thought that you were already doing this anyway in different uh, areas of your life? Yes and no. Like I feel like you're attracted to people that are like more like you. You yeah. tend to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like we don't we often don't spend time with people who are completely different to us. I think that's yeah. just the nature of um, yeah, like social connection and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when I first heard it, there were definitely people in my life that I was like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna not get rid of them from my life because I, I, they're in my life for a reason. They're still friends and whatnot, but yeah. they don't share maybe the same sort of values and the same path I want to go down, spending more time with them yeah. if they're like really, really negative people or maybe not as driven or that yeah. sort of stuff. That can pull you back a little bit. Mm. Like if I'm, you know, like... A, I like to think I'm, I'm fairly ambitious and driven, but if I've got people in my life who are, you know, all they want to do is just go, go, to, go to the pub every weekend and just drink and not, yeah. you know, not, not train, not look after their health and mm. fitness. Like they're still my friends and they're still important in my life. But yeah. I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to spend every weekend with them. Maybe yeah. I'll just hang out with them like once a month sort of thing. Definitely. So before we go into the actual, what we think about this topic, I just want to say like when I've seen the posts, that I, I do skim read, so like yeah. I did skim read. I always have this. to say to Tony, read it. No, Actually, read when it. I give her a document or but, something, read it. Um, the thing that the thing that I thought was ballsy about the mm. real ballsy about the the writing in it, and I actually brought this up. I don't know who was I talking to. Maybe Georgia. Yeah. I said, "Did you see Craig's post?" <laughs> and then, and I said, "He said that." If all your friends are fat, then you're going to be fat. Well, I didn't say that. But no, no, I was, I was uh, very, very, I'm, very sensitive. I know. Because I, I thought about not putting that in. Right? Hang on, hang on. Yes. Well, I thought it was ballsy, but I thought it was ballsy because it made... It's true. It like, is true. It, it is, is true. I thought it, and also I thought it was ballsy because um, the people... Some people are just too scared to say those kind of things. Like oh, 100%. You, if you're going to be in your comfort zone and you feel very comfortable. People like to sugarcoat things. And, and then you're like, well, this person's a bit fat. Don't Yeah. Yes, I'm just going to be fine. And if they eat that, at least I'm not as fat as them or whatever. Well, that's... Like, there's that, like all that talk around that. But that's what a lot of a study says. So, like, when I when I was writing this out, I wrote it and I sat there for a while and I thought about it. I'm like, I'm like, this is probably going to offend a few people. Like, some people are going to read this and might get their back up. But I'm like... They need to hear it. It's so, important. Yeah, so, so so Georgia actually took it the other way around mm. and said that she's got a friend. <gasps> that makes so much sense. My friend's been training all the time and Aww. she's been really healthy. Yep. And um, yeah. our group of friends are quite athletically built. Yeah. See, the thing... Politically yeah. correct. And it, it, it's definitely true. So the thing and she's like, oh. And then she just went along her way. At first, we both went like, oh. <gasps> and then like, oh. Yeah. But so, I thought it was ballsy and so the I other, actually liked it. The other way around it is like the thing with it, 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 it suggests like a, the data and the research doesn't say because you hang out with someone, you're going to be fat because they're fat. Yeah. But it's more it's more about the social <laughs> when we look at it and go, they're, they're, they're bigger than me. Or like say you've got five, friend, five friends and all five of them are, are bigger than you, yeah. right? Then if we put on a little bit of weight, then you're like, 
Nah, doesn't so matter. It's okay. I've put on a little bit of weight, but my friends are still bigger. bigger so than. socially, socially, yeah. that's acceptable. Yeah. And that's the whole reasoning behind it. And then Whereas you know, if you've got five friends who are like, you know, in fairly good shape, they look after their health and that sort of stuff, then you're more, more likely to be like, well, if I'm gaining weight, that's not, not socially acceptable. Or where I'm at, if I'm a yeah. bit overweight, that's not acceptable because like I look at my friends and that's They're who you compare yourself fit. to. I need to, you know, pull myself But then also habits, habits, yeah. are, they rub off. So the whole thing is like your friends, the people you spend, it's not really friends. Like, so there's a few ways I've heard this is like your five best friends or five closest friends. It's not really friends. It's people you spend the most time around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you you can have best friends that you don't see and you only see them once or you only talk to them once a month or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah, when you can, or if they're in lockdown, probably never. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So I like that you made that statement because it's a funny it's a funny thing that um to to think of to think of it that way um she probably like, i think most people who probably listen to this probably have me but should i just like read out a little bit of it so people yeah, if they're I not read, read okay so I'll, I'll just quickly so read the post it so, that we're referring to is uh, on craig's personal um instagram instagram i, th- I think it, I, I think i shared it to facebook both. as well yeah. so um you are the sum of five people you're closest to. You may have heard variations of this quote attributed to motivational speaker Jim Rowan on the psychology of social networks. It implies that the five closest friends of yours can give you great insight to your future, which tells us that the people we surround ourselves with affect us profoundly. Um, now, the bit we were just kind of talking about then, let me skip down to that because it's quite a long post. Um, yeah. One study suggests that by having a close friend who is overweight, you yourself are 45% more likely to gain weight in a two to four year period. If a friend of a friend is overweight, so someone you don't even know, mm. their friend, um, then you are 20% more likely of gaining weight. And then, like I cut that short, there is also a friend of a friend of a friend, 10% more likely. Mm. So, so the thing crazy. Is, the thing is with that, if you are very uncomfortable about yourself or uncomfortable about your body or uncomfortable about your weight, if you hang around with people that you deem to be slimmer or more pleasing to the eye or whatever, you just you make yourself feel bad. So not not them. You make mm. yourself feel bad because correct. You're not they don't make you feel bad unless they're an ar- unless they're an asshole so, and they say nasty stuff. But you <laughs> you're the one who yeah. So then if you go and you find a friend that's mm. similar to you, correct. You you don't feel as bad about yourself and then yeah. you stay in your yeah, correct. current situation. Yeah. yeah. So you've got, you got that side of so things. So there's no then, negative, um, negative self-talk yeah. going on with those people. And then you've just got the other side of things, which is like not only about how you perceive the people around you and how you should be, but the, the habits that rub off. So if you're, and it's not just related to fitness. It could be um, education, could be career-based, could be anything. Yeah. So, for example, if you're, let's say, you're at university or at high school or whatever, and your group of friends don't study and you want to do quite well in, in some tests and stuff coming up, but all the people you surround yourself with, they don't study, they don't work hard, yeah. then you're less likely to study. You're more likely to, yeah. you know, not, not do that. But yeah. conversely, if your five friends you know, have really good studying habits, have a really good structure and routine, then you're more likely to pick that up because because they do. Yeah. And it applies to absolutely everything, whether it be, yeah, friendships, career, training, nutrition. So we'll bring it to a, um, 
fitness kind, yeah. of, kind of side of things. And that's why I asked you that question, did you find that you did that yourself? Yeah. When I was running and I wanted to get faster at running and I was doing that marathon, mm. I ran with people. I found a group that were better than me. Yeah. And I, so Because yeah. I wanted to improve. So mm. I stopped running with the people I was currently running with Yeah. because they were just keeping pace with me yeah. or yeah. Yeah, I didn't need yeah. to push to you keep pace. You were the best one, so they... Um, except, like, Craig and mm. I were pretty oh, yeah. but we're, um, <laughs> we're just running at a steady pace, have a chit-chat. Yeah, mm. uh, but we also we also didn't, at that time, have a lot of time at the same time together to do that anymore yeah. because of the business. And it was a bit of a goal change. Like, you wanted to push your running. I was, like, I remember you spoke to me and said, oh, you, you wanted to do... Was it half marathon first? Yeah. And you're like, oh, and I was like, now nah, I'm not really that interested in doing a half. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, Tony goes and finds people to train that because I'm I'm not going to train that. Yeah. So, uh, but I think I, we still ran a few yeah, tens and I, stuff yeah, and a few fives together. My, yeah. When I did my when I did the training for the full marathon, I Craig would run ten like I'd had to do 30, 34 k or something like that. So I'd run the first so ten with Tony he, or whatever. He ran the first yeah. ten with me, so he'd actually keep me in check. And not letting me go like like a mad woman. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody else jumped in for the next ten. Oh. And then so you'd have like a fresh person running yeah. with you and just yes, like cool. different yeah. company. And the last ten I did on my own. Yeah. Okay. So I just yeah. Um, and I felt good at the last ten because I had the capacity then just to put my headphones in because I had already been chatted yeah. out and. I was just like, okay, I've got to get this done. But the funny thing is, like, if you if you were hanging out with like if everyone you hang out hung out with then didn't run at all. Yeah. Like or trained or whatever, the odds of you struggle straight doing that mm. it decreases. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I that's so I did that with the running. So yeah. I found people that ran faster than me because I wanted to get faster. Mm. Like I wanted my ten k times to be down. Yeah, you know, obviously, to, I actually wanted them to get to forty five minutes. Forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I got pretty close to yeah. that. And then um, when I finished the marathon, and I was kind of like whatever with the. Um, with the running yeah. and I went moved more into CrossFit. I trained with guys. Mm. Yeah, you started well. You started training with people who were more CrossFitters yeah. and lifters. Yeah, and then now you've moved into Olympic lifting. Yeah, the people you spend a lot of time with mm. are Olympic lifters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, that, and this this is the thing is that I've always found that I do that unconsciously because mm. I want to improve. So you yeah. know, um, when I moved to Leicester, there was many reasons why I moved to Leicester. There was not just this one reason, but the, the, this reason was still valid, and one of the ones that I that helped me transition was that he had the best female lifters in masters currently. Yeah, and they lifted more than I did. Yeah, they're a bit younger, um, or different weight classes, yeah. but they moved really well and they lifted really well. Yeah, and when I saw them at comps, and when I saw them at um, you know, international competitions. Yeah. He, he had their back and was, mm. and, and, and it had, he had them under control yeah. and their weight under control and mm. didn't leave them to figure out stuff on their own. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to go, that was one of the reasons why I moved to him is like, he's training the best women that are in currently mm-hmm. in Australia, yeah. in my, in masters and younger to, as well. I want to get better. Well, it's, so. yeah, it's it's like a no-brainer. It's that old saying: um, it's "Iron sharpens iron, or steel sharpens steel." I think both of them are, are relevant. But it's 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 that thing. Like if you if you want to improve, you train with people who are better than you. Yeah. If, if if you're hanging out with people who 
or training with people like it's 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 very well known in like the martial arts world that saying and if you're constantly sparring and training with mm. people who you can beat like you yeah. can quite easily beat yeah. then then you're not being challenged you're not being mm. stretched yeah so if you're constantly training with people who are, who are better than you but stretch you to your absolute max yeah. and challenge you every single day then you're going to get better just purely by training with those people by being around those people yeah. and it's the same for everything mm. like anecdotally like my experiences with like clients and stuff is when people come into our gym and they really immerse themselves into it become part of the culture you know become friends with the, with people in the gym start spending more and more time in the gym yeah. they get better results than the person who's like dipping their toes Devils. in the water yeah. and it just you know they're just training like once or twice a week but mm. all of their friends yeah. or like their partner or whatever like have like a really unhealthy lifestyle, like mm-hmm. have no interest in improving themselves, yep. no interest in looking after their health, fitness and that sort yep. of stuff. So yeah, just immersing yourself and finding people. Like you, like I said at the start, you don't have to cut out people. You don't need to like completely audit your life and be like, nah, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not friends with you anymore. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think some people can take it to the extreme or they, they hear this and they're like, no, but I like my friends. I'm like, yeah, you can like yeah. your friends and you can still spend time with them. Mm. But if you want to achieve something that's really important to you just make sure you start putting more time into spending with those people and doing well it's actually even like i mean covid's really crazy and you're probably not spending as much time with your work friends or your work colleagues Mm. anymore um and that that you have a look at those people that you're exposed to and you think i spend eight hours in the same room as that person that's a lot of time um, so those people are yeah. the ones that are doing that shaping of your um, yeah hundred percent oh yeah what, all the rest of it and if you've got someone at your work who's like especially if you work in an office environment yeah and you're constantly around someone who's really 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 negative yeah then you're gonna you're probably gonna find yourself you could be the most optimistic positive person in yeah. the world but you're gonna find yourself starting to become a little bit more negative that happened to me when I was working at Priceline like probably my last sort of stint at Priceline when the business was going down and all of the workers were just hating their job because of how the business was running and, um, you know, the the shelves were really empty and customers were whinging at them every day. And I was in charge at the time. And it was so hard for me to perk them up to the point where I started giving up being positive because I was just constantly surrounded by the negativity of, like, the other staff members. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it does rub off. Like, what, what's the point? What am I doing this yeah. for? Yeah, why, yeah, why am I spending all my time perking these people up when they're just, tomorrow they're going to come in and give me the same attitude? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah. But it's even like, we could relate it to, like, this, since we started a podcast, like, mm. since we started a podcast, we're always going, okay, well, not every time, but a lot of the time we're going, okay, well, on, on Friday we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. topic. So, if you have a week, we're, we're, copying each other's habits of listening to certain podcasts That's and that true. sort of stuff and it's reinforcing those habits mm, yeah because so we're sending it to the each three other. of us I spend to yeah the three it's of us not. spend so much time around each other mm. so that even like it's not like at the start we sat down and had a conversation and said okay we're going to be doing this listen to a whole heap mm. podcast about this we just started naturally doing it yeah now now we might say hey we're going to do this this is something i've listened to check it out yeah but we never had a sit down talk and go Let's make sure we study heaps on this topic to talk about it on thing. It just naturally occurred and happened. And that's just our habits rubbing off on each other. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Crazy. So 
so many takeaways for people i think like if you want to mm. i always say to someone when i when i consult them and take them on as clients like um like i ask them about the people they spend time with if they've got a partner i'm mm. like what's, what's what's your partner like are they like going to be supportive with these goals like mm. what's their nutritional stuff like yeah. because like we all know if if one of we, we take on a client and they're trying really really hard you know they're trying to change their nutritional habits but then their partner's not very supportive of it at all and is coming home and bringing home chocolate and bringing home junk food and that sort yeah. of stuff and going oh just have some just have some it's really hard Definitely. yeah yeah Definitely. but then as soon as you get like it's really funny because we know like if we've trained someone for like say six months or whatever mm. and like they haven't really progressed because their partner's kind of like a little bit of a bottleneck for them but then their partner starts training as well then yeah. all of a sudden like they're just kicking goals yeah yeah all of a sudden like um peter and and, and nat who um who i trained peter boyle um as soon as like when she started training as well they both just started killing it yeah. because they're both doing it yeah so their habits are like they're obviously they, they spend out like they've got work and stuff but outside of work they probably spend the most time with each other mm. yeah so as soon as you you both have the same same goals yeah. similar goals similar values yeah I think it just shows how people just naturally flow. Like there's cycles of people that just flow naturally in and in and out of your life from so time to time. If um, last, if when I was competing last year mm. a lot, and I was weighing, measuring, and doing all that kind of stuff with my food, yeah, my whole household ate better oh, for that course. year yeah. than yeah. what they do. It's if I go off the wagon and go, oh, I don't really have to worry about shit right now, mm-hmm. and all um. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, we're getting Maccas for dinner or anything like that. My off the wagon and other people's off the wagon. Not the same. Very different. Not not the same thing. We might have apple pie and ice cream for dessert or something like that. But if I get it once, I said, if I say one time, we should have like apple pie and they'll go out, they'll buy apple pie, they'll buy cream, they'll buy custard, they'll buy ice cream. They'll be like, (gasps) party time. And then like next Sunday rolls around and they're like, can we have dessert again? Mm. And and it, and it just it's, it's yeah. like a snowball and then I'll be like no I'm competing next week they'll be like okay and then they go back to really really good yeah. the whole family ends up following suit yeah that's mm. cool I like that mm. or they have their McDonald's in their car and don't wait till they yeah. come in <laughs> but not really they usually they usually just follow suit like they yeah. just they don't try and buy brownies and cook cook them for after tea yeah. or whatever yeah we're a very socially eating kind of family I like that though yeah, we make, make stuff and then we're like, cool, it's together. It's yeah. Good. It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Yeah. Mm. It's, interest, it's an interest, interesting scenario. Um, when when, when um, Kane first started coming, he didn't eat steak much. And when he came over, he put sauce on his steak. Yeah, Did got told off, didn't he? Yeah, and Michael was like, don't do that. Oh, I will not cook you steak ever again if you put sauce on it <laughs> now he loves steak and even like jai that um george's boyfriend mm. they they tell their parents that don't bother don't bother cooking steak you don't cook as good as michael but it's true it's true <laughs> it's a fact yeah so they eat better the more that they're at our house they mm. they eat a well, cane especially jai is pretty good but they yeah. they kind of eat better than, yeah. than what they would normally. That's good. Yeah, so the things things do rub off. They do rub off, definitely. Mm. Yeah, hell yeah. What's, yeah, the environmental factors, like when we think about environment with anything, like people don't always think environment includes the people as well, not just the place where you are. Mm. So it's like, 
when like when we worked with uh, what were they called when we were working with the uh, rehab group facility bluebird house bluebird house when we did work with bluebird house we had the um the girls come here twice a week and you know it was some sort of positive outlet for them some fitness some fun Mm. um and it's it's really bad environment if you have someone who's an addict and And there's a house full of addicts there's a house full of addicts guess what if you try and quit you're not well you're not gonna you're not gonna improve but if you're coming into a different environment yeah where like if you're for them, for example, yes, they were all addicts, but they're coming into an environment where they're all trying to change their lives yes. and be around people who are supportive towards their goals and that it sort of stuff. It was an interesting time for us, wasn't it? It was interesting. It was super. I learned a lot from it. I yeah. learned heaps from um, from our time. I learned probably They tell more. us how they try and run away. Yeah. They were paying to be there and they wanted to be there, but they'd still try and run away and they'd hide in the bushes while yeah. people were driving past. And I'm like, these are grown-ass women. Yeah. <laughs> You've got kids at home. But it's uh, different, isn't it? It's like yeah. seeing like and seeing what led for them what led them to get there. Like I think a lot of people can be very oh, just a you know, this person's just a junkie, blah blah blah. There's yeah. some there's a reason someone becomes that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of trauma that usually leads there. So I think we learn more from them than what they learned from us. It was it was a really cool experience and cool. I'm really like super grateful that we actually were involved in that. That was mm. really, really cool. When was that? So that would have been probably was five here. years ago. It was in five this or six gym. years ago. In this gym. Yeah, in yeah, this right. gym. I, I started doing work for them at first. Oh, and I was yeah. going to the Bluebird house and I was doing um, a bit of yoga, Tai Chi, and a little just sort of a bit of boxing. Okay. Is and it stuff. still around? Um, no, I don't think so. They branched out then and then they had a house in Dali. Because I remember it opening. And they used to see me walking the dog and they'd be like, mm, hi. And I'll be like, uh, I'll see you another day walking the dog. And they used to actually look forward to seeing me walk past. And then they started doing mm. little walks after that. Yeah. But like Yerish. that little positive influence of yeah. what what my habit is yeah. rubbing off. And then they wanted to do two sessions. Yes, they were doing. They were, then they started coming here. And um, but they yeah they needed to be here at a time where there wasn't going to be any stimulus, so no other people. Yeah. Okay. Um, they would do. A session with Craig, and then they'd do a session with me. Or I yeah, can't, I can't we, we, remember. We'd do, we'd do a we'd do like a strength and conditioning sort of session, and then we'd do a Muay Thai session. Yeah. So we'd, I think we were doing like Tuesday, Thursday, and yeah, they'd just drop off in the middle of the day when it was quiet time. We'd make sure the music wasn't EDM, doof doof. Yeah, music, they, 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 they they wanted that. They were yeah. like, yeah, let's chuck on some bangers. Yeah, they were just cool. like, oh come on, let's go. And then they'd be like, bah, 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 bah. and it was like a massive trigger for them. Like yeah. it was like, you cannot, had to be. But it's really cool because we still like, I think we, we both have friends with a couple of them on social media who've, not going to name any names, mm. but they've they've stayed sober for five years or so now probably. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And not like, not all of them. Like, yeah. so it's probably what, two or two or three maybe who yeah. who were really success, successful yeah. in the time. Yeah. But that's still huge out of, Hell yeah. you know, the amount that came through. Yeah. It's still amazing that a couple of them were able to have success and mm. stay sober and change their lives. And I'm sure now the people they're hanging out with are very different than the people they were hanging out with before they yeah, came exactly. into Bluebird House and started doing some stuff here too. Yeah. But it's, yeah, and that environmental change. Yeah, I'm hanging around with different people and not different going things. through the same, the same circumstances. Um, over and over and over again. What's that? What's that saying? About, uh, doing um, yeah, do, um, the, insanity. Uh, yeah. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting um, a different, different result. result. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, they've, they changed that, which is... Crazy. And it's really hard. Like, obviously, I don't know if there's that addictiveness of the drugs that they were taking highly addictive. Oh, yeah. We'll never have any idea of how addictive they those drugs are. But, um, yeah, for them to completely... It's hard enough for anyone to change their life, let alone change their life when um, you've got an addiction as well. So, yeah, sometimes you just need to have a have a look at your life and where you want to get to. And if I'm not if I'm not progressing, whether it be health and fitness based or career based or whatever, and just sit back and look at it and go, is this, is this what I need to be doing well, to even, move forward? Even relationship, relationship based, based. or fa- family based, like yeah. that, that kind of thing. You'd, if you're around families that are busted up and constantly fighting and never really happy at the, in one yeah, place, definitely. then the likelihood of you finding a partner that's um, going to bring the opposite reaction is probably pretty low. Yeah. Well, it's like a lot of people and like it replies to, it can apply to anything. It's called the sunk cost fallacy where you've invested so much time into something Mm. that you're just like, because you've invested so much time into it, you're not willing to let go and change. Yeah. So like, it works really well in a relationship sense. Like, and a lot of people could probably relate to some point in their life or whatever in any relationship where they're like, oh, but I've, I've, like it's not working out, but I've, I've I've spent two, three, four, ten, whatever amount of years in in this relationship. I've yeah. I've invested so much time, so like I feel like I just need to make it work, mm. but it's not working. No. But you're like, but I've invested time into it. Exactly. So it's and it's the same thing. It. Like if you've invested money into something, you're like, oh, but but I've already invested so much into it, I can't let go can't of it. Go. So people yeah. become like overly emotional about something mm. when which you know like a relationship should be an emotional thing, but <laughs> your inability to go this isn't working, think about it logically and go, go. why would I invest more time into something that's yeah. not progressing, not working, not what I want to do? Mm. Like with a career, if you're, mm. it could be with a trainer, you know what I mean? Like yeah. say say you've been with a trainer for two, three years and in that time you haven't progressed, you're not getting results, you're not, you're not even feeling good about training with that trainer, mm. you know, you feel like you're wasting your time. It's like, well, why stay with that trainer if you're not progressing? They're like, oh, but I've, I've invested time with them. Well, if you're not getting anywhere, what's the point? Start looking yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's very crazy, very crazy. I um, looked up the guy who um, that quote was from. So if you do look Is up, he a psychologist or something? Um, I was a motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, don't go listening to many podcasts that has the American name in it because. Uh, it's not great. Um, I actually couldn't tell you too much about him, to be honest. I've oh, just yeah. known that quote, yeah. He, um, there was a couple that, um, where it was just him talking. Yeah. Um, and because he just did a lot of, emo- uh, yeah, a lot of, um, motivational speaking. He was hired out by, yeah, and so he would go and talk. Consulting sort of gigs, um, yeah. And when they do little snippets of just what he, of his motivational speaking. I wonder if he's done like a TED talk. I think he has. YouTube. I think he has. Mm. Don't quote me on it, but Jim Rowan is that what his name was? Oh. Yeah, Jim R O H N. They're all typing madly on their phones, and I'm just hovering over the microphone. Are you looking to see if you can find a TED Talk from Tony? No, I was just looking to find the ones that were actually good, that were just his actual... Because some of the ones that I listened to when I was walking today, I was like, yep, no. Yep, no. 
And yeah, no. And I ended up going back to listening to Ladies We Need to Talk right at the end because I was bored. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I was going to say I would find a couple that was not too bad, but it was more little, little bits. Little, little... Um, That's right, we'll add them in. If you can't find them, yeah. just add them into the show notes at the end. Has anyone listened to anything else this week? Um, I've listened to a few mm-hmm. things. I've I done a bit of reading this week. Um, I've been trying to read pretty regularly, but... Look at you go. I posted the book that I've been reading, that I just finished actually last night, 80-20 Sales Marketing. Um, that was pretty interesting. I've actually been listening to a lot of stuff from... Um, there's a podcast called. Hold on. Leading. No, that's not. That's not the one. How leaders lead with David Novak. So I've been listening to okay. his ones just while I've been training. Um, but I also listened to. This is a really cool one. Um, the hero's journey or the hero's adventure. It's. Yeah. Um, it was a Tim Ferriss podcast, so it was the guy who... I think it was the guy who created The Hero's Journey, which is a way of storytelling. So most movies and TV shows and stuff yeah. follow this same basic framework. And now that framework's used a lot in the marketing world. Right. It's super interesting. So they use Star Wars as a really good example because the original Star Wars nailed this framework perfectly right. and they contribute a lot of that to why it was so successful mm-hmm. um and you can even if you just type in like the hero's journey and like google image it there'll be like infographics that explain it right but it's all about like um like if you think about star wars anyone who's seen star wars like you're like luke skywalker he's like a young kid and he's like thrust into this thing and then he finds a mentor who's obi-wan kenobi and then something happens and he hits, hits rock bottom and then from there, he learns things about himself and then progresses. Yeah. So, like, I'm not doing a very good job of explaining that that little cycle. But base, that's, that's, like, the basics of it is you come back. Like, Lion King's actually a really good example as well. Like, Simba leaves because he thinks yeah. he killed his he father. Got, yeah, and yeah. um, then he, like, has to reach the lowest of low mm-hmm. before you rebuild and yeah. become Comes better and come and back and conquer whatever it is. <laughs> so like that same framework yeah that's a good when, one. when you actually look at the framework and then watch yeah. stuff like i was watching i was watching a thing the other day it was that new netflix um what's it anola holmes that sherlock holmes it's like oh, right. sherlock holmes sister i was yeah, watching that yeah, yeah. and um it was like the day i'd listened to that podcast oh, and i'm like ah hero's journey it's, it's the exact same and you can watch it on nearly anything now and it follows the exact same framework which is really interesting that makes sense because i feel Probably like was the same thing movie with the mummy like, yeah. I watched The Mummy on the weekend. Yeah. The Mummy. God, that's old. I know. It was so good, though. I watched, like, three Mummy movies in a row. And it was just easy watching anyway. Yeah. Um, it was pretty shitty on Sunday, you- actually. So there's um, a couple of... The the one that I found was Extracts. Jim Rowan. Jim Rowan's Extracts. So it's just a couple of him. And that... Don't go to the biblical ones because that's not really fun. But well, some people might be into that. They time. might be. Um, <laughs> so they just—they'll just take a clip of a, one, one bit of wording, like like um, Craig's quote. I couldn't find. I just actually, elaborate on that. Couldn't find actually Craig's quote, but yeah. they would then take that snippet of him talking about that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and and it was like thirteen minutes. 
Yeah, so just yeah. A, a small snippet on a certain subject matter. Yes. Um, so that that they were pretty good because he mm. he did he did make some funny quotes. Went funny was a bit funny and mm. insightful. But insightful, but thirteen minutes of motivational speaking is about my limit. Yeah, yeah. So that that kind of worked. Not too bad, but I didn't find that that exact mm. quote. Yeah, yeah. So I was, that's what I was looking for. I listened to two Body Strong podcasts, which I talk about all the time. It's kind of like your um, Jordana ones. I, I always go back to that. But the, the reason why I listened to these two ones were she talked to three uh, different age uh, masters athletes. Oh. Um, one is a one is both Olympic lifting and powerlifting. Yeah. Um, she's also married to Max Adard, which, um, he's, um, big coach and she's also a coach as well. Yep. Um, then Christy Brewer, who, um, hers was really interesting. I've, I've, I've been for, I actually met her in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I actually met both of them in New Zealand when I trained, when I competed over there. Stop. And I was like banning, bangirling it. Yeah, it was, it was really good. <laughs> um, uh, Christy Brewer's K-Mighty, she's got a, a, an autistic child okay. and she's still training. She's actually good enough to make, um, or she was taking on the Young Bucks, so she's only 38, wow. 38. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's really, really strong. She tells her, she talks about how she gets her training in and how yep. she does her weight cuts and all that yeah. kind of stuff, but it's more like as a... I'm a mum and my kids come first. Yeah. And I've got this, 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 this. Yeah. And this is how I do it. And planning is key and how she plans stuff. Like she was very extreme with planning. Um, I'm, I'm a planner, but not to the extreme of her. She had colour coded things on her, her dot on her calendar. So, mm. and she actually even um, um, fit, fit in time with the kids. This is my block of time to yeah, spend right. with the kids. No phone, no social media, no no training, no nothing. It's kids only. Kids only time. Yeah. So to get it all in and feel like she's getting it all done, the daughter has got a lot of appointments and a lot of physio and a lot of yeah um, stuff because she's um, doesn't speak and th- yeah. So that was really interesting. Um, and there was another one that was fifty eight years old and she was forty nine weight kilo class. So tiny little, tiny she little, little lady. She's littler than she, you. I know. She was talking about she's how so she was um, in Montreal and she competed in there and how she became, um, how she got into weightlifting from CrossFit because wow. she was doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like our little dizey. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then she worked out that because she, she just wanted to keep up with the young bucks in CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously um, wear and tear and stuff was not great with her, she mm. said. But she did find that she moved really well, and she because of it, and she had a lot of flexibility. She uh, went in and had a look at doing some ollie, yeah, and just was smashing records because wow. she she was able to still move really well. So that's the thing. That's okay. yeah, one of one of the really good things about ollie. Um, it's you know, just moving better is yeah. the focus. And it should be in CrossFit, but a lot of places don't. And, yeah. But also a lot of people's mentality when they jump into CrossFit, they need to switch that mentality because it's hard to coach someone when their mentality is not around moving well. Yeah, Hi, Britt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Britt. 
Britt's trying to sneak in so quietly. Thanks for that, Britt. <laughs> it's okay. You can just come in. You can get... <laughs> um, we just may need to make a time that Britt is actually on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get there. Through. But pe- people's people's mentality, um, no matter how how much the coach or the facilities culture is about moving well, mm. if someone can't switch that mentality from instead of go, 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 go yeah. in any training, it doesn't have to be CrossFit, it could be just be like functional movement, any sort of training, to going okay well i'm just going to actually focus on on technique and moving well actually i didn't speak about this podcast i listened to a really cool podcast with um tom brady um quarterback like best quarterback of all time um i'll send it to both you guys because it was actually really interesting because he's he's been in the nfl for like 20 years he's like regarded as the best quarterback of all time winningest quarterback of all time but he's always been the quarterback's for leader role he's like the captain of the team um so it was really interesting because he's got his own businesses as well now and he's still playing he's like into his 40s which is in nfl because they take such big hits most people don't last that long in a career um yeah really really interesting don't know where i was going with that i don't know but i've lost my my trail of thought the thing that i liked about the 58 year old um like she went into how she how she structured her training and all that kind of stuff the thing that I like that she uh, the thing that she said that I like the best was they said do you get nervous when you go out and you and you do your competition lifts yeah and she said the first time I went out I did and I um, bombed my snatch and then I went out the back and I regrouped and thought this is stupid I'm 58 years old go out there and show show the people that are watching what a 58-year-old can still do. Yeah. And then she just kicked goals. Oh, yeah. So instead of being nervous that people are looking at her, because obviously, yeah. Ollie, when you're competing, is such a different environment mm. than CrossFit. There's yeah. no one clapping it's and yeah. there's no music yeah. and they've just got people just sitting, Gorking staring at you. Yeah, um, she, yeah, she's just like, it's, it's, it's a really good takeaway to go, you know, we... Or well, as athletes are like like pushing numbers and mm. trying to trying to say trying to get better and better and better and and actually competing with not our age group like I you, you don't you don't do that you don't yeah. think that yeah. but yeah. when you go out on the stage to think all right well I'm forty six years old let's show them show what, what 40, yeah, yeah. forty six year olds can still do opposed to like in CrossFit because there's generally like if you do a local competition or even if you're just training in a mm. class. And you're not segregated into no. like this is the 45 year olds class no. and this is the 20 year olds <laughs> no. class. No. You're training with everyone. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. It was about mechanics. So he sp- he spoke about how much time he spends on like the throwing mechanics. Like yeah, he has right. a he has a throwing coach. He's the best quarterback of all time, but he still has a throwing coach where who he works with a lot just on the pure mechanics. Wow. So whether you're a, a lifter, whether it be weightlifting, powerlifting, martial arts, mm. cr- CrossFit, strength and yeah. whatever, like. Having a focus, if, if, if your goal is to compete and, you know, really progress and yeah. not just go through the motions, like focusing so much on technique, yeah. like technique's everything yeah. in whatever you do, even if like soccer, football, like Definitely. spend heaps of time on kicking technique, the best people in, in their sport. Yeah. Like uh, I watched a thing on Johnny Wilkinson the other week who was like when England won the Rugby World Cup, he was the guy who would always drop punt and kick it and everyone hated England for it because they were just like, they're like, it was, she was changing the game because people yeah. didn't do that. It was all just about like running forwards and smashing into the other person and yeah. trying to get through. Yeah. But he was like, no, like it makes sense to get really good at kicking. Yeah. So from a young age, he would literally just go and like do like 100, 200 kicks every single day after school or whatever yeah. and just practice that, that, that one thing, that technique over and over and over and Well, they say again. like you go and um, get onto the platform and 
if nothing else you remember, your body remembers the movement that you do. So you're practicing the movement that you, you do, do every time that yeah. you sit up to the bar and you do it every the same way every time. Mm. If if nothing else, yeah. if nothing, if you get to breathe, if you get to brace, if you get to yeah. look in the right spot, mm. but your body will just take you into that movement. So that's why movement mm. quality is so important. But that's like, you know, you don't spend... Some people do, but it's not smart. But like spending heaps of time just trying to like hit personal bests and no. hit rep maxes and stuff like that. Like actually spending time at a lower percentage or a lower RPE yeah. and just greasing the groove and just hitting that movement yeah. and perfecting that movement because there's no point. And keeping the movement the same. There's no yeah. point always trying keeping to go for a max because whenever you go for a max, anyone knows when they go for a max, like more often than not, yeah. you do a shitty rep. Like <laughs> yeah. form, form goes out the window and yeah. then if you're doing that all the time, then that becomes your form. Shitty yeah. form becomes your normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We might wrap it up then because you've got yes, to go. Tony's yeah, got to yeah. go. Um, hope everyone enjoyed that one. Read the post if you haven't. Uh, make sure you follow us on all the social, share, all that sort of stuff. Skip and past the COVID part if you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah, like, don't have, have a think about, like, hopefully that relates to some people. Have a think about it. And you might be fine. You might go, my five people around me are like the best in the world. You might go, oh, that's interesting. Make some changes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool, cool. All right. Thanks, Let's leave guys. it at that. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.